matches set, stipulations added, and messages sent. Tonight, Monday Night Raw was very eventful and was also the last Raw before the horror show at Extreme Rules, which will be streaming live at 7 Easter 4 Pacific on WWE Network. I am Nandas and this is the Fighter Fury Podcast. Tonight's Monday Night Raw kicked off with the VIP Lounge with the Montel Vontavious Porter MVP as the special guest was Dolph Ziggler. Yes, Dolph Ziggler is set to face Drew McIntyre at WWE's horror show at the Extreme Rules pay-per-view for the WWE World Heavyweight Championship match in which the stipulation will be chosen by Dolph Ziggler. Now, Dolph Ziggler has not still yet declared what the stipulation will be but as it seems that with rumors that are being floating around that it should be like a TLC match tables ladders and chairs match but still don't know until it is told by Dolph Ziggler now then when Dolph Ziggler comes out at the MVP's VIP lounge and tells him that how McIntyre didn't thank him for what he did after he got fired from the WWE in 2014 Dolph Ziggler took according to him Dolph Ziggler took McIntyre under his wing polished everything that he knew went on to become a good name in the indies and then came back to NXT became NXT world champion and came back to WWE also main evented Wrestlemania without him so According to him, he needs a thank you from Drew McIntyre. But Drew McIntyre has not given him the thank you. So he just wants that. And also the WWE World Heavyweight Championship. And just as he was about to tell some more, Drew McIntyre, the WWE Champion, interrupts and tells that no more talking more at Extreme Rules pay-per-view. This Sunday, he will meet him in the ring, he will destroy him, he will hurt him because according to him, the name given by Dolph Ziggler was the the Scottish psychopath and he has awoken the Scottish psychopath among inside the Drew McIntyre. And then just as Dolph Ziggler is about to say something, Dolph Ziggler got knocked out with a punch by Drew McIntyre. Then we saw the match between the Viking Raiders and the team of Andrade and Angel Garza with Zelina Vega. This match was a tag team elimination match. Now, the rules of the match were that it can happen. All four members are going to start as a tag team match, normal tag team match. And as one by one gets eliminated, it will become a two-on-one handicap match. And last, it will be a singles match. And who will retain the pinfall? The the team of that member will gain the victory. So this was the rules of the tag team elimination match. Just like a tag team turmoil, only that they don't see a tag team match in turmoil match. But this is a full tag team elimination match between Viking Raiders and the team of Andrade and Angel Garza with Zelina Vega. Now, this match was also very highly energetic, very highly enthusiastic match, skillful. 
everything was on the point every move was sell was sold out by every person even eric iva andrade and angel garza everyone sold each other's move and this was also a highly i'll say energetic match besides the match that is that happened tonight between alistair black and birdie murphy that didn't end well but besides that this two match was a very crucial and also a very highly energetic match in the tag team division then we saw very uh, very high flying moves very hard hitting action and then the first one to be get eliminated was from viking raiders eric got eliminated first when angel garza pinned eric to make it into a 2 on 1 handicap match in which ivar was caught alone from the viking raiders ivar did a great job by knocking out andrade angel garza then he pinned andrade to make it a single match between viking raiders and angel garza but still angel garza somehow managed it and pinned ivar of viking raiders to take the victory of the team for andrade and angel garza now today tonight what seem to be as angel garza and andrade is trying to be on the same page they are trying to be a one team so if they exist if they coexist like what they did tonight then i think they can do a quite very excellent in the tag team division they can be the tag team champions so if they coexist like that so it would be a very good team and i think the team should also have a name and the manager itself is so good that the team itself is very very skillful so andrade and angel garza's team i think if they coexist well together this team is going to do very well in the tag team division then we saw the match between ruby right between the team of ruby right and bianca belair versus the team of billy k and peyton royce that is the iconics now Bianca Belair came to be as the team of Ruby Riot how it came to be as a backstage confrontation when Ruby Riot was being interviewed by Sarah Striver the Iconics interfered in the interview and tried to take the moment of Ruby Riot and then they challenged Ruby Riot in a 2 on 1 handicap match but that didn't out didn't turn out to be a 2 on 1 handicap match but it turned out to be a tag team match in which Bianca Belair who was the female talent of the NXT that got called up into the main roster after the night of raw after wrestlemania so bianca belair came and tagged with ruby riot as her team partner against the iconics and you know we know bianca belair is so athletic what she did in NXT yes she couldn't be the NXT women champion but she is very hard hitter she is a skillful woman so it it was good to see her back in action and being also out for action out of action for months it sets up a ring rust so yes so bianca belair still having that ring rust did a good job by pinning the iconics now the team also did a good job even also ruby right tried to do a, did a good tried to do a good job by keeping the iconics down you know I think Billy Kay and Peyton Roy do a good job when they are in singles action. Peyton Roy itself 
can do many things if they split up i think they can do better the melodrama when they are in the team it's all good to see but when they are in the team the action is not that so good but when they are in singles competition you say billy k and peyton royce both of them they do very well so i think if they split up split up they can do together in the singles run so i think they should split up and do something do a sing follow up a singles career if they if they get success in the singles career then they can follow it but if they get success in the tag team division then they can do yes they have become the wwe women's tag team champions but that doesn't mean that they are very very skillful yes they are but in the tag team division i think they are the most lackluster team i'll say but i think there is also more tag teams that need to be formed because now the tag team division is now the centerpiece of monday night raw friday night smackdown and nxt so i think more tag teams should emerge not from just from smackdown raw but from nxt too to challenge bailey's and sash banks tag team titles and so this match between ruby wright and bianca blair highly athletic match that was won by the team of Ruby Wright and Bianca Belair when Bianca Belair pinned Billy Kay to win the match. Then, then at a backstretch confrontation when R-Truth was told that he would be facing Randy Orton, he couldn't believe it, so he found Tozawa and told him that, yes, you, that could he teach him some ninja moves of karate, a black belt, make him a black belt champion in just... 15 minutes and he said no and then the match followed up as a 24-7 championship between R-Truth and Akira Tozawa but that didn't turn out to be a match because a returning Shayna Baszler came and ransacked all the ninjas of Akira Tozawa yes see she ransacked all of them and even she put one of them through Kirifuda clutch and even one of them passed out so that was good to see and when Shayna Baszler returned that was the most awe moment for me I'll guess I'll say because when I was seeing TV the Monday Night Raw when Shayna Baszler returned that was a good moment feel good moment because you see when you see Charlotte Flair is now out of action she will be out of action for many many months she will not be returning before the Royal Rumble 2021 so we should not expect Charlotte Flair to be returning this year and Charlotte Flair has also told that she would be going in for some plastic surgery and also some breast augment augmentation so yes she won't be returning before Royal Rumble 2021 so she would she won't be involved in any good feud before after the Royal Rumble so so we need some good heels with Charlotte gone the main heel of the women's division of raw is gone so we need to create a heel and shayna baszler is a perfect fit in that heel position we know that shayna baszler was a paul Heyman project but vince McMahon didn't like it so when after when paul Heyman was fired he replaced replaced all shayna baszler's storyline so and Shayna Baszler was absent absent from TV for many many weeks. Yes, we didn't see Shayna Baszler after the Money in the Bank. 
so she was uh, she was absent from the tv and we know that it was paul heyman's project to project shena baszler into the future of the raw women's division and he was also seeing her as a future raw women's champion but vince mcmahon didn't like it so she replaced her but when charlotte went out i think vince mcmahon realized that the top heel the top spot has been cleared off by charlotte flair so we need to create some good heel and shayna baszler was a perfect choice being moved into the main roster from nxt that was a good choice for monday night raw and monday night raw has a lack of heels right now there are many baby faces and also there are not many women superstars right now in the raw as compared to as in smackdown in smackdown there is naomi there's alexa bliss there is nikki cross there is trinity that is na that is lacy evans there are many good baby face superstars in the women's division of smackdown but there is not many in the raw women's division there is only nia jax asuka who is a raw women's champion and also kairi sane who will who will be leaving wwe soon so there is no good many heels and also natalia gone out of tv for a quite long time because she has been told to not to come to the performance center until all this covid-19 thing is finished so there is no top heel so shayna baszler is that perfect heel and to give her a match at summerslam between asuka and shayna baszler that would be a good choice because asuka has turned face so we need a good heel and shayna baszler is the perfect fit and her promos everything just fits that she could be the top heel in the wwe in the women's division of raw right now and she did the same thing what it should be done she put the raw women's division on notice and told that she is coming for the raw women's title sooner or later next we saw in the promo how backstage buddy murphy is preoccupied with the thought of the eye for an eye match between Seth Rollins and Rey Mysterio at the horror show at Extreme Rules this Sunday streaming live on WWE Network the match will be an eye for an eye match the rules of the match is that the winner of this match can only be decided when one wrestler pops out other wrestlers eye from the socket that is very brutal and sadistic now as per rumors they are saying that it could be done by cgi or vfx so we don't know still what could be done but that we know that it would be fake so yeah we don't need to worry about but in the backstage it was seen that buddy murphy is preoccupied with the thought of the eye for an eye match so what does seth rollins do is that he calms him down and tells him to focus upon alistair black and we know and after that we knew that Alistair Black is going to face Buddy Murphy tonight on Monday Night Raw. Then Rollins comes out and he talks about some of that eye for an eye match, rules of that match. He says that it will be the sadistic, most brutal, most horrific thing to be done in a TV, in a PG television and also the name itself suits the and the name itself of the ppb suits the stipulations name eye for an eye 
you need to pop out someone's eye from the socket and that's very very horrific and that's why they horror show name for the extreme rules yeah WWE is trying a good job now to keep stipulations very weird and also keeping very creepy weirdest names of their PPVs so they are doing a very good job so Ronnie st- talks out about some some of them and then says that this Sunday he is going to end Rey Mysterio's career by popping out another good eye from his socket and he says that after that after that match he won't be able to see his son Mary being married after that he won't be able to see his son playing in WWE winning the WWE championship after that he won't be he won't be able to see his wife many things he says and then he also says that after that match it will be a new beginning for Monday Night Messiah and just as he says that Kevin Owens interrupts and says and says that you know they have been in a good brawl and then also he offers him an eye patch yes we know if someone's eye gets injured they need to wear an eye patch so and he offers Seth Rollins because according to him Remy Studio is going to pop out his eye so some pirate friend of Kevin Owens just gave him an eye patch and so he is offering to that to Seth Rollins and that when he when Seth Rollins is up when Seth Rollins got pissed by seeing this he calls out Buddy Murphy to attack Kevin Owens and just as Buddy Murphy is coming to attack him Alistair Black comes out and then Alistair Black and Buddy Murphy engage in a very vicious brawl outside the ring and that leads to the impromptu match between Buddy Murphy and Alistair Black that would have happened later tonight on Monday Night Raw and you know when this match pursued by Alistair Black and Buddy Murphy you know whenever I see these two fight these two superstars fight you know I feel that these two are just just very good on both feet they are like legends you know though they are still not legends but you know they are very highly athletic every move is legit every move is very very legit every move they make is just so real that you will not be saying that yes they did some leg slap or they beat him with the meat in the leg on on the hand no that's not because when Alistair Black delivered that flying knees on Buddy Murphy he didn't do the leg slap you know NXT or you know according to Randy Orton NXT whenever they do the high kicks or the flying knees or when they deliver some knees to some opponents they prefer to do the leg slap by slapping on the leg they try to make sound so that people would think that they are beating each other very brutal so that fake part of NXT they are trying to portray but when Alistair Black delivered that flying flying knees on Buddy Murphy that was very very legit and that sound did not came from the leg slap that sound came from the chin being smashed by the knees that was very very legit to see and that was very horrific because one of those knees could break someone's jaw like that so that is very legit and whenever i see buddy murphy and alistair black fight 
I'm like, just give them a title. They are going to take that match to a classic match. And that will be, I think, I think give them any title, uh, either the United States title or the Intercontinental title or the WWE Championship or the Universal Championship. That match is going to get elevated into a classic legendary match to be remembered of all that. If that if this match happens at WrestleMania, if it is main event or not, that match is going to steal the show. I'm telling that because I'm betting on it. Because whenever these two have met in the ring, just total fireworks have fired. So that is very good to see the the bonding between Alistair Black and Buddy Murphy. And I hope that there should be many matches between Alistair Black and Buddy Murphy. Because lately in WWE, we haven't seen any good long-term rivalries so we need some long-term rivalries the last i saw a long-time rivalry was in 2009 between john cena and randy orton and also undertaker and cm punk for the world heavyweight championship that was the last time i saw and i also remember the last time i saw the longest rivalry was between 2016 between aj styles and john cena a returning john cena for the wwe championship that three pay-per-views they main evented money in the bank SummerSlam, and royal rumble that was just awesome and all three matches were very classic so we need to get that some kind of long-term rivalries because long-term rivalries can only originate if you have a good bonding with other opponent if i talk about another long time rivalry that would be between kurt angle and brock lesnar brock lesnar is such a brutal guy you know, no one can match his power, no, no one can match his strength, no one can match his speed. But Kurt Angle can. He counter everything. Both of them have competed in WWE. Both of them have competed outside WWE in NJPW. And they have delivered very good, good matches. So, there needs to be some kind of bonding between two wrestlers when they meet. So then only we can see a good rivalry like the Edge and Randy Orton rivalry. Such just like that we need to get some long term rivalries just like the Alistair Black and Buddy Murphy lights now going on. And I prefer that this match sh should be done for any championship. That this match should be given a United States title or for Intercontinental title or for a world championship this match should be done for some championship because without championship they are doing such great job so think about it when they do a good championship match they will do a great great job now if i talk about the match between alistair black and buddy murphy this match was very good a classic match i'll say one of the classic matches of tonight and you know, as when Alistair Black was going to cover Buddy Murphy for the pinfall, Seth Rollins interfered by taking out Alistair Black and that caused a disqualification in which Alistair Black won by a disqualification. And then when he was beating out the hell out of Alistair Black, Rey Mysterio and son, his son comes out and then Kevin Owens and he surround Seth Rollins and I feel like Seth Rollins tonight just got beaten like a dog you know it's so you know shameful to see so insulting that many good superstars just beat the hell 
out of Seth Rollins tonight. Yes, he got beaten like a dog. Not by literally beaten, but yes, he got beaten mentally, physically, verbally, all three ways, all three angles, he got beaten like a dog. So, you know, the heel character of Seth Rollins is somewhere failing or it's, I think, somewhere creating too many baby faces. That's the problem. Or somewhere it's like the Seth Rollins character is failing. You know, if I if I said the Seth Rollins, if I had analyzed the character of Seth Rollins a few weeks ago, then I would have said that the Seth Rollins character was the good thing in the WWE. But as some of the few weeks passed on, I'm seeing that the character is just failing. You know, instead of creating baby faces. It, yes, it created baby faces, but it created too many baby faces. You know, heel, you know, the heel character of this Monday Night Messiah is only three. The Buddy Murphy, Alice, Austin Theory and Seth Rollins. And the baby faces are so many. Kevin Owens, Alistair Black, Umberto Carrillo, Rey Mysterio and his son. There are five baby faces in the in this rivalry right now that is very very unmatched you need to make it to the three cut down it to three if i if i cut down Rey Mysterio's son still it's four four among them that is too much you know it should be equal or it should be one baby face like one under talk against all these three heels so that could be a good storyline but somewhere it's like it created too many baby faces and that's why it's lacking uh, lacking many heels so that's the problem of side of this storyline then we saw the wrestlemania 36 rematch from wrestlemania 36 that is between seth rollins and kevin owens we know at wrestlemania 36 kevin owens beat the hell out of seth rollins by jumping over the wrestlemania sign behind the commentary table over Seth Rollins and also in in matter of fact he broke his ankle too that was the awe moment of Wrestlemania a Wrestlemania moment was created by that Kevin Owens just created another moment so that was good to see and yes we are high expectations from that but you know it's Monday Night Raw so a slightly lower version of that we'll be seeing so yes we saw that but still kevin owens managed to win against seth rollins again tonight but tonight we'll say kevin owens seth rollins match was good but not that good because there were there were many interruptions from so many baby faces around from Rey mysterio his son alistair black so so there was some interruption to become a good heel for seth rollins then after the match, then Mysterio delivers the message to Seth Rollins that after Sunday, he's he after Sunday he's going to walk in with two good eyes and he's going to walk out with one good eye. And that was the message sent, and the match was set up for Extreme Rules that at Sunday is going to be Rey Mysterio versus the Monday Night Messiah Seth Rollins in an eye for an eye match. The only way to win is to pop one wrestler's eye out from the socket. Then we saw the 
promo where Ric Flair is trying to moderate Big Show is telling Big Show that Ric Flair he himself has wrestled four decades and among that two decades he has wrestled with Big Show Big Show so and Big Show is a now a legend so he's telling that if he wants to go to Hall of Fame go to the Hall of Fame with good body not with injured body and after hearing this Big Show tells Flair that is he ready to sacrifice good friendships with Big Show and other superstars for Randy Orton and that was a question that needs to be embarked upon by Ric Flair because he himself is a legend and what Randy Orton mentioned tonight was just a sneak peek that someday he could take on Ric Flair if Ric Flair tried to betray him so that was also a kind of indication that Randy Orton is going to be the biggest heel among the men's division in the WWE right now and then we saw the match between R-Truth and Randy Orton uh, this is just this was just not a match it was just a trying to send off message for Big Show Randy Orton RKO'd R-Truth and sent a message for Big Show and then he also sent Big Show and offered a match next Monday in an unsanctioned match between Randy Orton and Big Show and that Big Show accepted and it was breaking that Big Show will be facing Randy Orton in an unsanctioned match next Monday on Monday Night Raw. Then at backstage we saw Drew McIntyre and Ziggler was brawling at the backstage which resulted as when McIntyre knocked out Ziggler during the kickoff of Monday Night Raw. Then we saw another rivalry that is going on between Ricochet and Bobby Lashley. This was also a squash match. Bobby Lashley just squashed Ricochet and even tried to put full Nelson, full Nelson on Cedric Alexander, his partner, and Ricochet, but that failed. But still, he squashed both of them. There was nothing much to see. Then came the main event. The main event, the women's tag team championships were on the line. The WWE Women's Tag Team Champion Sasha Banks and Bailey were going against the Kabuki Warriors, that is a team of Kyrie Sane and Asuka for the for the WWE Women's Tag Team Championship. This was another classic good match to see. You know, both sides were very very good. You know, everything was good. Every move, every skill, just off the charts. But it seemed like. It was a women's tag championship match, but it seemed like it was just a momentum gear up for Sasha Banks for extreme rules. And I think Raw Women's Championship is on jeopardy for Asuka. I think it would be good to see Asuka losing that title to Sasha Banks and then Sasha Banks being the double champ also, then both, the, then both of them Bailey and Sasha Banks would be double champ. I'll talk that after the after what I talk about this match. You know, this match was very good and very athletic, but it seemed like when Kabuki Warriors were taking over control, it seemed like when Kabuki Warriors were taking control, the Banks and Bailey just shifted the card like a seismic shift on the match. So that was very good to see in which Sasha Banks pained 
Kyrie Sane to retain the raw tag to retain the WWE Tag Team Championships. Now talking about what I was talking about Sasha Banks is that though it though it was a women's tag team championship match between the Kabuki Warriors and Banks and Bailey, but it seemed like it was a momentum gear up for Sasha Banks. What I'm telling is that the rivalry between Banks and Bailey is inevitable. It is to happen sooner or later, you know, but it has gone to such an extent that both of them is going to implode in one or two months. That is the time limit I'm setting, you know, in one or two months, if the crowd returns or not, I am not caring about it. But these two women are going to implode from within because what is going to happen is that Banks and Bailey they are going to fight for this SmackDown Tag Team ta Championships. But at the same time, if that implode between both of them is to happen, they that needs to happen in a very good, fashionable way. What I'm mean saying that that could be done in a very good way if WWE does this. At Extreme Rules, Sasha Banks wins the Raw Women's Tag Raw Women's Championship from Asuka. Sasha Banks becomes the Raw Women's Champion and also the Women's Tag Women's Tag Team Champions. Bailey is also the SmackDown Women's Champion Tag Team Champion. Now they both will be at the top of the women's division they control everything they control the nxt they control raw they control smackdown there will be no one they would brag about it they, they would say that there is no one greater than that and then asuka remands demands another rematch for that raw women's title and and then at SummerSlam, it would be good to see that sasha banks Losing the title to Asuka because of Bailey's interference. You know, that would be good to see if that Bailey was trying to help Sasha Banks by interfering, but that happened to go just swirling round down and Sasha Banks losing that championship. That would be good, and that would also set up the match between Sasha Banks and Bailey when Sasha Banks will confront Bailey and say that for her she lost the title she lost the women's raw women's championship that would be very good to see and and also it will give a good momentum for asuka because asuka was literally handed over the raw women's championship yes she won the women's money in the bank but that we didn't knew that that was for the title until it was becky lynch who announced it before raw that she was going to hand over the women's championship for to asuka so that would be good that would be good to see that asuka literally winning the raw women's championship in the match not getting handed over that would also cement the legacy of asuka and that would also give a reason to implode banks and bailey banks and bailey will go on to implode and then they are going to beat the hell out of each other and that is going to set the match between banks and bailey and also another twist they could add is that they'll again they again banks and bailey after that banks and bailey lose the titles of 
women's tag team championship either to the kabuki warriors or to someone to alexa bliss and nikki cross or from the nxt that would be many other that would be a much good sight to see that would just fuel the the rage between sasha banks and bailey that would fuel the gasoline between both these women and when this happens damn sure fireworks is going to let up because last time we saw sasha banks and bailey at nxt take over brooklyn for the iron woman match <laughs> that was very very off the charts it just blew off the roof above the barclays center that was good to see so that this is inevitable so it should if it happens like this i will go nuts so it should happen and so talking about tonight's raw very good build-ups were good i'll say tonight's raw should get a rating of an eight that would be good to see because build-ups were good and even momentums were given so i think tonight's raw was very good and you know it should deserve tonight's rating should go up but god knows what would happen so let's see so if you like my podcast make sure to follow me on spotify anchor apple podcast google podcast radio cast and overcast everywhere you find the podcast go and check it out 16 episodes have been uploaded and many other special episodes including predictions are there you can go up and listen anytime and also one special episode that is there that is the beginning of a new series that is called what if series and that topic is what the bullet club reunited in wwe go and check it out right now and you follow me on if you like it follow me on spotify anchor google podcast apple podcast wherever you find it and also there is a telegram channel of fighter fury podcast make sure to subscribe it to get news of uh, late breaking news from pro wrestling world from njpw aw roh and wwe so go and subscribe that too and i'll see you on the next podcast episode peace